Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023, and this is day 2022 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, I thank you so much for loving us unconditionally for your favor that you have upon us and your grace and your mercy that you extend to us each and every day. Thank you for equipping us with a mindset to go forth and fulfill the purpose you've given us for today. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, I thank you, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. All right, today's message, I've got a few titles. They're all, you know, uh, pertaining to the same thing, but okay, it could be blessed by the memories. Thanks for the memories treasured memories. All right. So you get it, right? It's about memories. These amazing memories that God has blessed us with. We're going to be coming out of Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 29. Then we're going to jump over to Luke 2, 49 through 52. All right. So again, Luke 2, verse 8 through 20, and Luke 2, verse 49 through 52. All right, and it says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. I'm just trying to picture that, the glory of the Lord shining around them. There's something special about God's glory. And it, and it, they had not seen from my perspective, they not seen anything like that before, so it scared them. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. It is really amazing that God sent his angels to these shepherds to let them know he didn't send it to the kings or those in high uh, ranking positions. He sent it to shepherds who tend to get dirty and (laughs) not smelling too good out there with the flocks. And they were the ones that handled the night shift. They were the ones watching over their sheep at night to make sure wolves didn't come or anybody, bears or anything like that, tried to come and attack their sheep. So verse 13 says, Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, This is amazing to me as well. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. 
So just imagine you're outside at night. You're watching over, let's say you're just out playing with your dogs, all right? All of a sudden, here comes an angel and then the glory of the Lord appears. And now all of a sudden, there is a host of other angels who are praising God and they're putting on like, to me, like this major concert. (laughs) It's like, oh my goodness, what is going on? When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, so they came from heaven and then went back, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. They were evangelizing. Now that you've caught hold of it, it's now time for you to go share it, right? To share this amazing news. To see the Messiah. Oh my gosh, that's what everyone was waiting for at that time. They're all waiting. And even now, there are groups of Jews waiting for the Messiah. But the Messiah has come. Their eyes will be open to see that the Messiah has already come. And that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. She held on to those special memories. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. That's the one thing you know about God. When he prophesies or sends someone to prophesy to you, if it's him, it will come to pass. Don't ever forget that. When God sends a word to you, it will come to pass. Now let's go over to Luke chapter 2, verse 49 through 52. 49 through 52. And it says, now this happens after the family families had gone on a caravan uh, to... Uh, go to celebrate for the festival of the Passover. So the whole town went, all the people went. And and at that time, Jesus was 12 years old. And they, they all went, just imagine, just a, you know, like all the community going together to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. And then as they were heading back home afterward, Jesus became lost. He really wasn't lost. He was not with them, (laughs) the family, as they were going back home. And they're like, oh my gosh, where's our son? Because just imagine you got hundreds of people and I'm just, it could be even more, but they're all in this group and the kids are running and playing with each other while the adults are walking together and they're on their horses or whatever or or donkeys or whatever. And then, um, you know, you may not notice that your child is gone because they're so used to playing and running around and everybody was safe. And then when they realized Jesus 
was not with them, they got frantic as any parent would and began looking for him. And then they found him. And here is what happens. Verse 49, Jesus says to them, why were you searching for me? He asked, didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? He had been preaching in the temple <laughs> or he had been there. So after three days, they they realized he was missing, but he had been in the temple uh, listening and and then asking them questions. And they were astonished at this young man, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. So then he says, but they did not understand what he was saying. So Mary and Joseph did not when he said, I had to be about my father's business, basically. But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Amazing. And so you see how Mary would ponder things. We do the same thing. There are certain things that we may not get it or something that has been amazing or just something that's special that you keep it in your heart and then you can bring it back up when you want to. Let me, let me get, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's get to our points. <laughs> one of the greatest, point number one, one of the greatest gifts that God has given us is the beautiful gift of memory. In a sense, memory allows us to relieve or relive a moment that was so special to us. Have you ever done that? You think about certain things and you relive that moment. It could be something that your children did when they were younger, or even while they're grown, or or your grandchildren, or, or maybe a loved one has gone on to be with the Lord, and, and you have these special memories about them. I do. I think about my brother all the time who's already gone to be with the Lord, and the special memories that I have about him and our family together. It's just amazing to me how God created that in us to be able to do that. So here are some quotes about memories. Some memories are unforgettable, remaining ever vivid and heartwarming. Here's another. Memories are timeless treasures of the heart. Sometimes you will never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. Have you ever done that? Where you're in the midst of something so great And it starts to unfold and roll out and it's just hard to even comprehend. And then you're able to treasure that in your heart. And you might even be going through something rough and you can just download that memory and it just brings you right back to that joyous place. Memory is the diary that we'll carry about with us. That is amazing to have a diary of memories. Memories are special moments that tell our story. Point number two, Psalm 14, no, I'm sorry, Psalms 143 verse five says, I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all your works and consider what your hands 
have done. The best memories for me is my walk with the Lord. How he brought me out of sin and to his glorious light. For I was in darkness, not even realizing it, until my beautiful encounter with Jesus Christ. I remember all of the things he's brought me through, knowing it was only him. Things that looked hopeless were turned into blessings far beyond anything I could ever express with mere words. I too, like Mary, ponder all of these memories in my heart forever. Even the memories God has blessed me with that bring me, uh, that bring me joy. When and how I met my husband is one. <laughs> it's just every time I think about it, it just puts a big smile on my face. Thinking about how we met in middle school. Uh, it was called junior high back then. But And then uh, how we started dating uh, and, uh, and how he would walk me home from school. Back in the day, that's what we would do. We would walk to school. And he would walk me home, passing his own house several blocks to walk me home so we could just talk. And those were just such treasured memories. And I could just see it so clearly. And of course, we still have good times together. And, you know, um, and it's just, you know, amazing to see that. And that, <laughs> that was about 48, close to 50 years ago when that happened. But I can still remember it so vividly. I can see it so clearly. Or having my children and watching them grow and thrive in life. <laughs> Some of the funny things that they would do and the way they would act. And then I could look at a picture and it just brings it all back. And I could see that same picture in my mind. Sometimes falling, but but getting back up. Times with family and friends. Even memories of learning from the many bad choices uh, I've made in my life. Those things come back to help me to not do it again. <laughs> you know, I might be getting ready to, uh, like maybe I have a recipe of some sort and, and I remember maybe experimenting and how that went bad. <laughs> and, and so when I'm going back to make that certain thing, I remember, ah, don't use that <laughs> or don't do it that way. I remember when we had our bakery and and uh, we would have uh, Thanksgiving orders. Oh my gosh, what great memories those were. Hundreds of orders. I mean, it might have been thousands, y'all. It was so many. We were at Crown Center and the line would be from our space, uh, which was midway down. When you walk in the front doors of Crown Center, you walk midway down where the food court was. That's where we were. And so the line would be from that front entry door all the way down to where we were. And I remember us making our rolls uh, ahead of time, you know, homemade. And as long as we kept them at a certain temperature in the refrigerator, in our, and we had a big walk-in refrigerator, it would keep them uh, from falling, you know. So we wanted to, to keep them at the point they were had already risen. So all we had to do was take them out of the refrigerator and throw them in the oven. And the oven was massive. We could cook hundreds of, you know, like 50 dozen or so at a time. And we remember getting back in the next morning, three or four in the morning, ready to bake those rolls. And they had all fallen. 
it might have been at least, y'all, 50 to 100 dozen dinner rolls. I'll never forget that. And something had happened with the temperature in the refrigerator. And one of the things that would happen at Crown Center was they would um, change the temperature in the building overnight. And it affected the refrigeration. Things would just drop. And we had no control over that. We learned that and we learned not to ever, ever do that again. We lost so much product. But those were memories. And it's and it's kind of funny, but yet not. We recovered and <clears throat> scrambled and worked like 24 hours trying to get it done. And, and, and just the fun and laughter we had together doing all those things, uh, me and my sisters. I am so very grateful to the Lord for giving us memories. There is something special about that. Just recently this summer, I was talking to my one of my spiritual daughters, Trina, and I, I hadn't planted my flowers yet. And I said, I'm having a hard time finding, you know, um, the flowers that I like. And, um, and so, uh, and I told her what kind they were. And I said, I'm just, everywhere I go, they don't seem to have them. And she said, well, there's this place near me that usually has all kinds. And I said, well, I have to get over there. Well, within two, one to two days, when I got home, I don't know if I was coming home from church or from doing T-Zone, and there were uh, like a large crate. There was a large crate of these flowers, and it just <laughs> about brought tears to my eyes because I immediately knew, because first I thought, who did this? These are the flowers that I love. These are the ones I wanted, and and I thought, oh, Trina did this. And she did it where we couldn't catch her on the camera. You know, if you got up too close to the porch, the front step, we could see you. She in intentionally <laughs> did not go up that far. She put it down on the step beneath the camera. And I now, I planted those a few months, several months ago, probably in May. Uh, or June and planted them and they still they flourish they're so huge I was able to do four pots that's how many she gave me four giant pots of these flowers and every time I look at those on my deck and on my front steps I think about her and I think about the conversation and I think about how she thought so much of me that she went and bought those flowers for me it really blessed my heart. And I think about my children, as I said before, while, while at church Sunday, every just about every Sunday, there is one little girl, Mel Say, who is just a delight. She is, Mel Say is either six or seven years old and she is just full of life. And every time I see her, she gives me the biggest hug ever. And then she also makes me art. She does it not just for me, but for others. But it, I just treasure it in my heart. How she, and I save all the artwork she gives me. She'll say, okay, this is this, this is that. And it just blesses my heart. I'm sorry, it just <laughs> makes me want to cry. But yeah, it is so amazing and beautiful to treasure those memories. And I encourage you to do the same thing. The most important memory we could ever have, though, 
is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is to keep the memory alive by doing communion. He says, do this in remembrance of me, taking the bread, which represents his body, and eating it, and then taking the wine or juice that represents his blood that he shed for us and drinking it and doing it as often as we want. We typically do it once a month, but you could do it every day if you want to. Doing that in remembering and remembrance of our Lord and Savior, what he did for us. There is nothing greater than what he did. Now we have the opportunity to spend eternity with him. If you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friends, is the ultimate. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship, peer mediation, human trafficking, and DIY projects, teaching them how to do minor household repairs. We thank you all so much for all of your support, your prayers, and your donations. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.